all-new Darius Sports Radio. Today, Brent will talk about <sighs> baseball players in Corona, uh, the Black Lives Movement, where it is now, and some co- big college decisions that are being made. This is the last show for uh, the summer, and we'll be back sometime in mid-August, but this is Downright Sports Radio, and we're going to start today's show off with a little cassette in the show, Mr. Radio, so take it away, cassette. <laughs>
Oh my god, thank you, thank you. Oh, the applause, the applause. Let's get it some more. Let's get more. Give me more. Yeah, let me hear you. Let me hear everybody out there. No? All right. Doesn't let me do that. All right. Anyway, welcome everybody to an all new Downrange Sports, the podcast. Yes, the radio podcast, whatever you want to call it. It is uh, July uh, 11th, 2020. July 12, excuse me, 2020, the year of the chaos. Um, this is the last show, at least for this month. Um, I'm pretty dis- I'm pretty set on returning in August. I'm not calling it the last show for the summer because August is officially still the summer. <coughs> Where'd that come <coughs> But, um, yeah, we're going to take some time off. Sorry for not introducing myself. My name is Brent Reed. If you've never heard it before, this is Downright Sports Radio, the podcast. I'm your uh, sports critic for the sports fan, the notorious sports critic for the sports fan. If I sound a little drained, it has been a long week. I, uh, <clears throat> I drove up to Pennsylvania Friday morning to go see my... my uh, my family and uh, get some, um, you know, personal stuff taken care of. And then I came back yesterday, but I didn't get back to the, the, the show's broadcast out of Virginia. Sorry. And um, I didn't get back to Virginia until about God, 12 o'clock at night. I was just on the road all day. It was a long, long day. And I am spent. But I'm here behind the mic. The Monday through Sunday delight is going to give you an uh, all-new show. <clears throat> if it's the first time you're listening and you like it so far, hit the subscribe button. <clears throat> and you can listen to the show at so many different outlets. I am clearing my throat like I am uh, DJ Clue. Cool. Was it Clue or was it Cool? I think it was DJ Cool. Let me clear my throat. Ba-da-na-na-na-na-na. Oh, <laughs> have mercy, baby. Ha! I hope you don't mind. No, sorry. Anyway, so this past week, um, an NFL player made a fool of himself. What? That happens? Yes, it happens more frequently than you know. Uh, Let's back up the card a little bit. So we know on top of Corona, in the mix of all of this, we had a situation. George Floyd was killed by a police officer who basically choked him out to death and Showed no remorse as the man was begging for his life and then later calling out for his mama, which is the last sign that you know it's done. You're 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 pretty much getting ready to call it. And um, the country, in some form, became united because enough was enough. With it was a collective of like, you know, um, black people getting killed wrongfully. It seemed, but George was the lightning rod to unite our country. And the reason why I say that is because if you pay attention to the Black Lives Movement or just to the movement in general, you've had a lot of white people leading the charge, basically saying, hey, we're sick of this ourselves. And it may come down to the fact maybe they're sick of it, not because of some white guilt, you know, more or less, it just makes them look bad, you know, it gives off the envi- it gives off the vibe that all white people are evil, you know what I mean, and that's far from the truth. Um, so, 
the movement became strong and it was nationwide. It was global. You would see protesting in Germany. You would see protesting in England. You would see protesting all over the world for the, for a situation to happen here in America. And this past week, NFL wide receiver, Pro Bowl wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson quoted Adolf Hitler in his eyes in a positive quote, which was uh, directed towards people of Jewish people. I don't have the quote written down. I remember some of it, though, but it was basically like you can't trust them and that they'll use the blacks to further their their agenda, which if you're quoting Adolf Hitler, unless you're quoting words like the sky is blue, you should never quote anything Adolf Hitler has said. Hitler is listed as far as pure evil. His face is the definition of pure evil. Like there's, I don't know if there's another man outside of maybe Osama bin Laden in, in, in the world's history that is universally hated by all, unless you're a fool. So Deshaun was quoting him because he was going based off of something Louis Farrakhan had to say. And Louis Farrakhan, the leader of the Nation of Islam, is known for almost being an anti-Semitic. But when you're a person of... Um, notoriety, when you're in the public eye, when you have the ability to have a camera on you at any given time, and especially in a situation like the Black Lives Movement, you have to think out what you're going to say. You have to put a lot of thought into it. And Deshaun came out and was checked on what he said and right away apologized for it and has continued to apologize for it and basically has been like, oh, man, you know, I messed up. Steven Jackson, who was friends with George Floyd, best friends apparently, came out and defended Deshaun Jackson before the apologies. And all but said, oh, he was right. And then he came out and said, oh, it was just the wording is where he was wrong. But that means you still feel that Jewish people are using black people uh, to get an agenda across. As two African Americans, and then you could throw me in it as a third, learn from our history. When the civil rights movement was going on and we would gain momentum, we lost our momentum because we lost our concept and what we were fighting for. We weren't fighting for a war. We weren't fighting for frivolous stuff. We were fighting so we could stop peeing in inadequate bathrooms so we could share the same bathroom as our our, our neighbor our white neighbors. We were we were we were fighting so we could get jobs that didn't require us to say sir and ma'am and be uh, um butlers and maids for the rest of our lives. You know, we were fighting so we can go to school just like everybody else. We were fighting to get the same benefits as others. Then the fight would get lost because either people who were in the movement were on drugs or had they didn't like what they were hearing from the old blacks, so they had to step up and rile up the the, 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 the younger blacks. The Black Lives Movement is currently going on right now. This is not the first time we've heard it. 
about <clears throat> five years ago, it revved up and died hard. It wasn't until George Floyd where it kind of gained life again. But when you now have situations where, because Deshaun Jackson's not going to be the only one, Stephen Jackson not going to be the only ones, they're going to start saying some dumb stuff. And then where the movement loses, loses its energy. Now that you've captured the eyes of the world, now that you've captured the the minds of so many young people, the next move needs to be putting people in power that represent what you feel. Putting people in power and putting people in place that represent how you think. You, it's one thing to paint a street. It's another thing to put people in power that can that can re-change the whole city. You know, painting the street is one thing. Running the building is another. You feel what I'm saying? It's a whole different scenario. So, the Eagles find Deshaun Jackson. I don't know if the Eagles should have fined him. I don't know. We can't keep getting to a situation where when a person says something dumb, we're just going to find him. Now, it was stupid, and yeah, he should probably, you know what I'm saying, like, read a history book more often, but I think that's the other thing, too, is that sometimes, I've said this before, we have to stop looking to athletes as our sole defense against civil you you know civil unrest or things we're uncomfortable. We understand that athletes are on TV more than a wrestler is, but <clears throat> actors and athletes are just people just like us. And in some cases, a lot of athletes are uneducated people. Because they don't go to class. They don't study. You know, their job is to study a playbook. Their job, is, you know, and that's not all of them. There's a lot of smart athletes out there. But the majority of them <laughs> is who gets to speak a lot. And I think it's important that, yes, LeBron and guys like him, they, they bring attention to the movement. But then we need others. We need, we need, we need politicians. We need judges. We need lawyers to become our voices to become our the the figures that the black community could point to and go oh yeah you know there was a time where we were you know you can always count on Al Sharpton Jesse Jackson um God, I can't think of his name um um Johnny Cochran uh the list goes on as far as um when something was wrong they would step up and they would fight for the cause of good. Martin Luther, you know, a lot of people think that Martin Luther King was just doing stuff for black people. But the, in fact, the, the week he died, he was in Chicago uh, fighting for the sanitation department to sort of get equal pay. He fought for unions. He just wanted, he wanted, he fought for what was right. And I think that's what we have to get back. You know, people need to realize that's what needs to be fought for. Deshaun Jackson said something stupid, and it was an idiotic thing. But Deshaun Jackson should not be our figurehead. Steven Jackson might have been friends with George Floyd, but he should not be our figurehead. Steven Jackson does an NBA podcast that they get high and smoke weed and talk about things that happened in the past. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not, it's not saying he can't, you know, say black lives don't matter. But sometimes you got to draw the line and who's who's your spokesman. You got to be careful who your spokesman is. You need to, you know, your who who you who you handpicking to represent you because the wrong representative who you pick 
reflects you. So, you know what I'm saying? You need to pick you need to pick wisely and um you know, make the right decisions, but hopefully when the show comes back, we don't have to have these conversations anymore and I can just talk sports as I sit here and try to watch this soccer game or excuse me, football game here over in Europe. I have no idea who is playing. It looks terrible and I can see why I just never got into soccer. It makes zero sense to me. Like there're no plays. There's they just running and chasing a ball. He stopped the ball. He kicks the ball. He 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 kicks the ball. He 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 crosses them up. And then he kicks the ball. Why like why did he kick the ball back to the goalkeeper? Like it just makes no sense to me. Like there's no dunking. Like, you know, this I'm getting off this. When we come back, we're gonna talk about baseball and um Corona and NBA. We're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff in the next segment. Uh next song I'm gonna throw at you is a little ACDC. Today's music is all over the place. Um I couldn't think of anything. That I really wanted to play. So I just picked a bunch of good songs I thought I would like. And hopefully you like. So this is Downright Sports Radio. We'll be right back.
Yeah, a little ACDC to wake you up this morning after the cassette Michelle kind of lulled you into a false sense of reality. A little ACDC to get you going here on high 944444. I haven't made up a fake radio station yet, and I don't want to steal the Howard Stern thing where it was WNBC. I don't want to steal that. So I will make up a fake radio station when we come back that I could do a fake radio voice for. Anyway, <clears throat> baseball is supposed to resume next week, I think, um, and I'm excited. I'm super excited, but now I'm sad. Uh, the Yankees have the third player to get Corona. The Yankees would pick to win the World Series. They would be the team to have three players, three all-star players, I mean, two all-star players, DJ LeMayhew, and now uh, Chapman, Lars Chapman, to get this horrible thing known as Corona that has basically defined 2020. I'm trying to, if you look at the list of guys who caught Corona in baseball, it's a whole, it's an all-star list. I'm not even talking about the guys who refuse to play. It's an all-star list of guys who refuse to play. That's a conversation I'm going to have in a second. But Freddie Freeman, Charles Blackman, uh, Miguel Salone, uh, DJ LeMayhew, um, uh, Araldo Chapman, the, that's an all-star team. That's a, that's a roster of guys who have caught Corona. And it's making me wonder, and I've said this, and as much as I would regret this, I'm wondering if the sports world should just shut it down. Just say, there's no 2020 season, there's no NBA champion, there's no NHL champion. There's no football. I know if there's no football, there will be anarchy. But it's either you just go balls to the wall and just say whatever which is going to make it happen. Or you don't. Because I'm telling you right now, if they start it and they stop it, it makes zero sense. And as an athlete, you don't want to keep being started up and then stopped. And then started up and being stopped. That's how you get hurt. Honestly, especially in a game like baseball where pitching and your regiment is so important because you don't want your arm, you know, you don't want to have anything bad happen to your arm. But, it, you know, it, they need to, to make a, a look in the mirror and say, is it that important for us to do this this year? Is that important for us to finish this basketball? See, look at basketball. The entire Brooklyn Nets team pretty much has refused to show up. So Brooklyn has gone out their way to sign Michael Beasley, Jamal Crawford to their team. Jamal Crawford is practically almost 100 years old, and Michael Beasley hasn't been effective in the league ever. So you went out your way. You gave Kawhi Irving a bunch of money. You gave... uh, 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 dang it, what's his name? Jordan, something Jordan. You gave him some coin um, and the countless other guys. And they're telling you they don't want to play. Their reasons, Some reasons are because they're afraid they're going to get sick. The other reasons are because of the movement. It's still stupid. But I think, you know, and look, look, you got Joe Kim Noah got signed by the Clippers and J.R. Smith just got signed by the Lakers. These guys haven't played. These guys haven't been in the league. You telling me NBA? There's no fresher talent. You just go, are you signing just the names of the guys, the hoping you know, and hope. Like Joe Kim Noah has not played a full season, I think, 
in like four years. Jared Smith hasn't played since LeBron left Cleveland. And Jamal Crawford, you know, I know everybody showed his highlights, but Jamal Crawford's almost 40 years old. So, you know, like, you know, that that's what that's what you're thinking, Brooklyn Nets. You're in playoff contention, and that's what you're going to do. You might as well have just folded up and said, we don't want to go. I mean, you, it's pretty much it. You might as well have said, we don't want to go. But I've been bringing this up, and I've been bringing this up, and I'm going to keep harping on it so I see, hear somebody address it. And I want to know how players are telling their employer we're not going to participate in play. Because of X, Y, Z. And I am and I bring it up again where I work. I can't go to my employer and do that. I can't walk up to my employer and be like, yo, you know. Yeah, I don't want I don't. I think I should sit at home for the foreseeable future and still get paid. Why, why Brent? Well, you know, I'm hurt. You know, Black Lives Matter or. I'm afraid of Corona. The sickness is real. I, I I don't. I should. You know what? I, I'm afraid of the Black Lives Corona matter. That's what I'm. 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 I'm scared of the the Corona Black Lives Matter tornado, and I don't want to be a part of it. So I want to sit at home. Sure, you can sit at home. You're not getting paid. You may not have a job, but yeah, you can do whatever you want. So I think for all those players, including in baseball and other sports, that think they could just sit at home. I think the team should have to pay them. I think you for the period of time you if you didn't play the full season, you don't get paid. I think if you pay if you didn't play the end of the season, whatever whenever you stopped refusing to show up for work is when your check stops until you show up for work. Now, you're like, well, Brent, these guys is millionaires. Yeah, but if, when you live in the paycheck, the paycheck is a millionaire. That's subject to change. Not to mention, I better not see David Price, Kawhi Irving, or any of those other guys who refuse to play on any social media platform doing anything of consequence, whether that's traveling, getting in the swimming pool, eating peanuts, because your teammates who you've left behind – are sacrificing themselves and playing and putting their heart, you know, their body on the line as they should. And you're just sitting at home lapping it up because as of now, you physically can. But, you know, what happens when the check stops coming in? Can you still do it? Are you sitting comfortably? I think I know the answer. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Like I don't, I still, I can't understand for the life of me how you just tell your employer I don't want to come. I wish I could do that, you know. Yeah, I'm scared. I don't want to come. <sighs> yeah, and then if, like it would make it would be more of a bigger deal. Let's go back to the NBA. If LeBron James said he wasn't going to do it, LeBron has said, "Yo, give me my jersey. Let's go to work." Who are you in the in the in the, in, the, in, the, in the shadow of LeBron. If he's willing to go out there, why don't you? In fact, you, you, being in that bubble, you're probably safer than anybody else. They didn't give me a bubble where I work. In fact, they just gave me a thermometer the other day and told me to uh, double check and make sure I'm all right every day before I come in. So I can't even drink a hot cup of coffee before I have the thermometer. You know what I'm saying? It could ruin everything. All right, when we come back, um, what are we going to talk about? doesn't matter. I'm going to throw some more music. <laughs> Little Bruno Mars for you guys, and we're going to wrap the show up, and then uh, we're going to talk about 
you know, when will this show return? Downright Sports. Downright Sports.
Good one. <laughs> yes, good one. All right, check it out. So the Big Ten and the Pac-12. The Big Ten announced it first, but the Pac-12 <clears throat> have decided they're going to play only conference games uh, this fall, which I think is smart. And I think they should probably do it for all sports. I, I find it funny that some of the schools is like, we don't know what to do. <laughs> You play conference games. You go old school, you play conference games because they're close to you. Unless you're in the SEC and you stretch all the way from, you know, Florida to the ends of the earth. Same with the Big E. Uh, yeah, the Big E's. But <clears throat> if you pay attention to schools like the ACC, take out Syracuse and Pitt, all the ACC schools are within like a 30-minute range of each other. Maybe two out. Mostly the furthest before Syracuse came in was like going to Miami. You can do conference games. That's easy to control. You can have the gym with no students in it. You can make sure the vent, you know, the bus is always clean. And that's why I'm saying the bus is going to be your best way to go versus going through the airport. So I think the Big Ten and the Pac-12 is smart. Both of them have TV contracts, so you can bro- all their games are going to be broadcasted. So people don't have to worry about that. And they have their own network, so... You know, they can broadcast whatever they want. The games that they lose out on, those big marquee games, out-of-conference games, they, they're just draws. And for the most part, they end up being butt dust anyway, and nobody cares. They end up being stinkers. Um, what I'm trying to figure out, I saw that, like, Florida State and a few others, they got to, like, cut programs. You're a small school, right? Hold on. You're a small school. I get it. But how is some of these schools that gross billions of dollars from TV revenue and attendance are saying they have no money? Where's this money going? Because it's supposed to be school money. So where's the money going? And I think it's time for NCAA to start researching schools like Florida State that told me we got to get rid of this program and that program and start asking, where's the money you've been making? Because if you do collegiate sports at a small level, you don't need a ton of dough. You just need some traveling money. But for the most part, you don't need a ton of dough. And I asked the question again, where's the money going? And I think somebody needs to find out where the money is going for, you know, college baseball. Oh, not college baseball as much, but. Your team makes it to the NCAA. Your team makes it to the NF. You know, makes it to a bowl game. Like you got, like I know LSU, Bama, <clears throat> Notre Dame, Stanford. You know, <clears throat> schools like that have gotta have just dough sitting around. So don't tell me. That you had to fire a bunch of teachers and all like that just doesn't make any sense to me. That just sounds like a, a cop out and a lie. It really does. Anyway, um, short show, nothing to um, write home about. <clears throat> My throat is acting up. I'm like got a cough. Uh, we'll be back sometime in August. I want to say the first week of August, but I'm probably going to be like the second, third week. Um, let the NBA settle in and we come back and we'll talk NBA. But if you're going to miss me, go to YouTube, channel Downright Sports. You can watch the new Batter Up show. We're going to talk baseball on that whole show. So don't tune in and like request, like, yo, talk 
badminton because I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you and shut you real quick. You know what I'm saying? So don't lurk for that. Um, but yeah, you can check out all new postings for that show, Batter Up, on YouTube. Uh, Wednesdays, and then you just watch whenever you want, because that's the glory of the internet, um, hit me up at Twitter, Brent Reed 18 hit me up at Instagram at, uh, Downright Sports, uh, <clears throat> hit DJ Chase up at DJ Chase at Instagram, DJ Chase, um, dot com, you go to his website, executive producer of this show, he's got some new mixes out right now. So, yeah, enjoy that. Um, we're ha- we'll be back in uh, a few months, hopefully. And hopefully some new things will be going on. We can touch on But <clears throat> time for me to take a break and uh, talk to you guys when I talk to you guys. Be safe. Go vote. As always, deuces. On your mark, get set, go. Pull the drops out, rocking the fur coat, bringing the blue fox out. Diamonds yeah. light up the block, bringing the blue rocks out. Huh. While until all of my crew knocks out. Yeah! Get yeah. your ass up on the floor. Huh. Throw your hands if you want some more. Baby, wiggle your crotch out. Huh. And beat the way we be blowing the spots out. Come on, look how we got him ready to act out. Girl, I'm ready to get the twist in your back Let's out. Go. Come on, drink yak till a nigga falling out. Flat on his back, now watch yeah. a nigga crawling out. Talk to him. What's up, son? Hear them girl rolling. <laughs> and it look like Come on. the ass is just swollen. The ass getting big what now. What your man baby said? Uh-huh. Then what you gonna say? What we gonna tell him? We gonna tell a nigga. Pass a kibasi, yeah. We gonna tell that brother. Pass a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. Pass a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. Pass a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. Pass a kibasi, yeah. Much hair on your chocha. Shave it off. Come on, jump, smack your ass and break it off. And if it's too hot for y'all, you need to take it off. Right. In case you ain't knowing, niggas, we on a roll now. Diddy, like we done stumbled on a pot of gold, man. Come on, food spilling all out yeah. of the bowl now. Huh. Money thick and harder to fold now. Come on. Ladies, tell me if you're feeling all right. And are you sure that you up to doing it? Right. I like huh. this. Listen, before you ask back, nigga, we wreck shit that we ain't even black. Niggas all around and it's the rap police shut down the block. In the club ain't even packed yet. Come on, enough drinking at the bar, hold it down. While it now, till the club is closed down. Talk to me. said Buster. What's up, son? Hey, them girl rolling. <laughs> and it look like. Come on. The ass is just swollen. Now my ass getting big but now. But your man baby said me. Uh-huh. Then what you gonna say? What we gonna tell him? You gonna tell a nigga? That's a kibasi, yeah. You gonna tell that brother? That's a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. That's a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. That's a kibasi, yeah. Oh,
bank, my nigga cash rule. Bust it. Let's get this money and act like a damn fool. Fuck it. Act stupid and jump in the damn pool. Huh. Own bitches and me and their man's cool. Come on, shit, I'm saying. Just yeah. put your bank up, nigga. With me and Diddy together, you bankrupt. Come on. Fly niggas, we full of finesse, y'all. Huh. Yeah. Me and my nigga is finna bless, y'all. Come on. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Shut up. Live niggas come and be around it. What up? Come on. Rep to the fullest now. Huh. These niggas ain't knowing how we gon' put it down. Come on. Cock aim and shoot and spray it down. Hmm. Steamroller your niggas and lay it down. Come on. Niggas frontin' with they thug image. Oh, we pay them no mind. I drink until the bottle finish. Talk to me. Said Buster. What's up, son? Hear them girl rollin'. Uh-huh. And it look like. Come on. They asses is swollin'. And my ass getting big what now. What your man baby said. Uh-huh. Then what you gon' say? What we gon' tell him? You gon' tell a nigga. That's a cabal, see ya. You gon' tell that brother. That's a cabal, see ya. Everybody singin' now. That's a cabal, see ya. Everybody singin' now. That's a cabal, see ya.